Mike, give me your top five quarterbacks for the 2024 NFL draft. Okay, not sure on who is available and who's not. Caleb Williams is one. For me, it is really tight at the two spots between Drake May and Jaden Daniels. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the three of them go one, two, three in the draft. Bang, right off the bat. This is a quarterback-driven league. And so uh, I think it'll be those three. And then Penix uh, will fall into the fourth spot. Uh, probably five for me, and not knowing for sure about a couple of guys, it would be Bo Nix from Auburn. And I don't have a first-round pick grade. I mean, a former Auburn quarterback that's now at Oregon. Uh, I think he would fall at the five spot. I don't have a first-round pick grade on both. I got him at okay. the early second-round pick. But that sometimes because you have a fifth-year option, it could push him into round one. Because now you got an extra year with him that you don't necessarily have to pay him all that money. What uh, All right, Mike Dettelier, talking quarterbacks, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, let's go to Texas. If Quinn Ewers comes back, and Arch, can you imagine Arch Manning sitting another year, Mike D? Did we lose him? All right. So we'll we'll start over here. Um, Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Mike, if Quinn Ewers decides to come back and wins the job again over Arch Manning, I think a lot of people will be surprised that he'll sit again. How do you see it? No, he, he's going to come back and, and play at Texas. It's very similar to what happened to Eli. Now, people have short memories on that. Eli was a redshirt guy his first year and then really kind of hit it late as a freshman. And Quinn Ewers, I think, is a good player. But, man, he's awfully frail, both. I mean, we've seen him take quite a beating at Texas. And so I would be shocked if Arch Banning left Texas. Shocked if he left him. I think he's there for 2024, and he understands his role. Uh, that if Quinn Ewers returns, he's going to be the backup. But somewhere in 2024, Arch Banning will have an opportunity to play. Okay. I think I think you're right. I mean, Quinn Ewers is – obviously it's a physical game, and they'll be in the SEC, which I don't think Texas and Oklahoma have any idea uh, the physicality How physical index. physical it'll be. No. No, they've never – they've never played three and four teams in a row that were all um, – top 20, top 25 recruiters with a couple of them being, you know, top 10, top 15. It's just, it, it's a whole, it's a whole different animal. Um, speaking of Sark and Texas and Washington and DeBoer and Penix, who do you like and why in that game in the college football playoff, Mike? 
And it's, it's tight for me. I think it'll be high scoring. I like Texas. Uh, okay. They've got the type offensive weapons that can match Washington point for point. And they played pretty good defense this year at Texas. I, I, I give Sark a lot of credit there. Uh, they finally turned athletic potential into production on defense. I think they always could score. They, they always had the offensive firepower. But now they've gotten better on defense. Uh, I would like Texas in a very, very close game here against Washington. But, uh, but I think Texas wins it and ends up in the national championship game. Okay. Texas Longhorns and Sark before they get into a real league. And I, I think it's going to be a whole new ball game. Even even with the way Sark is recruiting, I think it'll be a whole new ball game for Texas and, and Oklahoma as far as average losses per year going going up because of because of our league. Um, let's go to the NFC, Mike. And we do this every week with you. We've got the 49ers and either the Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles. But as we continue to march down the stretch – um, you know, I, I guess you're going 49ers, one. Who, who have you now got number two in the NFC? Well, I told you this about a month ago, and, I, and I'll stick with it. I think it is razor hair close between Eagles-Cowboys at 2-3. Uh, I think it's a lot closer than people might think. The Cowboys are a very physical football team on both sides of the football Offensive line, defensive line, very physical. And Dak is having the best season of his NFL career. Um, so I think if you, if somebody put the Cowboys at two instead of the Eagles, would have no debate from me. I think it is as close as close can be. I think there's a little difference between the 49ers and Eagles Cowboys. But I think it's really tight. It would be like a two-way, two-beat situation. I, I think it's going to be wild down the stretch here um, to see see what happens. And, um, man, Brock Purdy can, can play some ball. You're right, Dak's playing well. Uh, Jalen will rebound, and, and we'll see. Uh, I, I think Detroit's defense is so bad. Mike D, that uh, even though Dan Campbell's done a magnificent job, they're just horrendous um, on the defensive side of the football. What did you make of Green Bay last night, Mike D? Um, that was not a Jordan Love drop the ball. Their defense failed them when they needed it. <clears throat> okay? And they stopped. They couldn't get it with their defense. And it's like they never watched Tommy DeVito play. And you got to give the Giants credit here. They ran the football both for over 200 yards Hmm. on that defense. Okay, this is the NFL. And we love a story. And DeVito is, uh, you know, he's quite a story. And you would figure in the Big Apple, this is happening. But when you cut it last night, they rushed for over 200 yards on the Packers. 
And that final drive, those receivers for the Giants, they were high school open. I mean, that was no defender within five yards of any of those receivers. So, man, I thought last night it was a great story to watch Tommy and, you know, the the backdrop of it, Jersey kid and the, you know, the agent and the dad and the family and everything. But the Giants' uh, defense really played well. They got after Jordan Love when they needed to. They put a lot of pressure on him. But that game really was lost by the Packers' defense. I know there were some turnovers in that game. But the Packers could not get a stop when they needed it. And you got to stop the run. I, I don't care where you're playing. If it's high school, if it's college, the NFL, you got to be able to stop the run. And Saquon and DeVito, man, they, they ran the football. But watch those throws in the fourth quarter. The Packers, corners and safeties, they were playing so off the uh, receiver. Man, it made it easier for DeVito. Now, he had to make the throw, but that that was some ugly defense by the Packers last night. It really was. 